Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. Lights go down. The pair of normal comes alive. We go deep into topics the lamestream media won't dare touch. From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon, deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, you're traveling somewhere between abnormal and paranormal into the pair of normal. After all, the story involving the encounters that military have been having in the air with unidentified flying objects, which the Navy now prefers to call unidentified aerial phenomenon. And I'm okay with that because we have to understand that not all these objects um, are flying objects. They may just be things that appear and then disappear. We've been talking about that chaff activity and about the uh, aircraft appearing on radar, yet there's nothing there, and vice versa. Well, (laughs) the U.S. Navy has confirmed that, yes, indeed, these videos, the three videos that were released, released in late 2017 and early 2018 are real. They weren't fabricated or made up. Uh, These were legitimate encounters that their aircraft were having with unidentified aerial phenomena. However, they say that they were not cleared for public release. Now, you're going to see this story everywhere, and you've been seeing it a lot this week, but the credit really goes to John Greenwald of the Black Vault, who published this on September the 10th and has received some statements, particularly from Joseph Gratishier, who is the official spokesperson for the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Information Warfare. He says the Navy designates the objects contained in these videos as unidentified aerial phenomena. I believe that's the first time the Navy has officially used that term, at least on the record. Now, Mr. Uh, Greenwald asked uh, Mr. Granisher why the phrase UAP and not UFO 
And the reply that he got was the unidentified aerial phenomena terminology is used because it provides a basic description for the sightings and observations of unauthorized or unidentified aircrafts or objects that have been observed entering or operating in the airspace of various military-controlled training uh, ranges. The story goes on to say, however, the Navy also asserts that the three videos were never clear for public release, thus confirming the official stance of the Pentagon uh, that released to the Black Vault in May of 2019, contradicting the To the Stars Academy uh, claims that the U.S. government declassified the footage for public consumption. Well, not true, according to this statement. And now we have a situation involving Iranian military opening fire. You heard that right. Opening fire on a classified U.S. aircraft that was moving at breakneck speed. And just ponder that for a second. The military was filmed, again in Iran, uh, firing at a mystery object. The people online are, are saying had alien technology. And there's reasons why they say that it was alien technology. From the Daily Star who reported this, uh, this story, in the astonishing video, anti-aircraft artillery can be seen unloading a barrage of rounds at a glowing object in the skies. The craft somehow seems to evade all the shots fired by moving at incredible speeds and pulling off otherworldly maneuvers. As it moves closer to the camera, the craft seems to be shaped like a boomerang. And uh, if you don't believe me, this is the actual gunfire of the Iranian military opening fire on this UFO. We've got the story linked up if you want to see the video, but it's like they're firing for days at this UAP, as the Navy now wants to call it. And there's it's just not reacting to the gunfire. Like, it's not knocked out of the airspace. It doesn't retreat. It's just there. It's taking on these, uh, these uh, artillery. And um, not blinking an eye. Either that or the Iranian military just has bad aim. <laughs> but uh, I refuse to, to, to believe that. People are saying that it glows bright and moves so fast that it has to be classified technology. If not by the U.S., then maybe by Israel or maybe some of our international partners. And so this is really the first time in in this whole thing, which started in December of 2017 and has literally continued for 21 months, the trickle of information. And now we have a situation where maybe it's starting to make a lot more sense. Maybe these are not aircraft from another world. Maybe these are not aliens or extraterrestrials piloting these craft. Maybe there's nobody piloting these craft, at least in the actual uh, vehicle. Maybe they're piloted from afar, um, say like a, a command base, and these aircraft are being flown in.
But it just seems that you wouldn't have military firing upon military. Or maybe they're trying to uh, test their soldiers, their sailors. What would you do if you came upon a situation like this? Somebody gave the orders to fire because you can't just fire on these things. So somebody gave the order to fire, and uh, the reaction that they got was, well, pretty much nothing. There just wasn't uh, wasn't any reaction uh, by what they were shooting at to this barrage of gunfire, which you would think that there should be. Now, this is all very, very interesting. comes at a time when we've got folks who have, quote, stormed Area 51. We'll get to that in just a moment. Now, I believe, and I've believed for a long time, that there is definitely something going on with all of these encounters that military and commercial pilots have been having with these unidentified aircraft. Uh, And I've been talking about it since I really first got wind of it, which was even before the uh, announcement from the New York Times and the To The Stars Academy uh, regarding the uh, Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. However, to think that this could be a classified American aircraft from our own um, from our own country, uh, in I, I think it's in number one, it's gutsy to invade another country's airspace. And I certainly think that um, if it was a classified U.S. aircraft, that we wouldn't send actual people into harm's way, knowing that the chances of it uh, taking on gunfire would be pretty high in this situation. But yet I'm also not, uh, well, I guess I could see why we might test this out if you have, uh, you know, classified aircraft. You know, that that could have been uh, built or tested at Groom Lake or S4 out there near Area 51. Well, you would want to test it. I could think of places you you could test it here um, where it would be uh, Americans firing at Americans. But if this aircraft did go into Iranian airspace and took on fire and was an object uh, with um, advanced technology, I think this says something um, when we're talking, you know, about these encounters that military and commercial pilots have been having with these aircraft for years, decades now. But certainly it has ramped up, and when you have a situation like this with the military firing, uh, I mean, you heard it. That was 45 seconds of the audio. Bang, 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 bang. And, you know, there's just no reaction from this aircraft. I wonder if this is something similar to what our Navy uh, has been dealing with here. Uh, You know, certainly we know the characteristics of these aircraft are certainly not like uh, the aircraft um, that we are accustomed to, Uh, certainly that we are aware of. There was a weird uh, situation that happened out near the Portland Air Base with a – here in Oregon – involving an aircraft that some people thought was just a moth on a windshield, but then additional information was brought forth, and it turned out to be it was it was technology, well, that shouldn't be this far advanced that was apparently operating. So that tells me that uh, we're not going to be told, you know, how close this aircraft is to actually flying. 
You know, and there have been patents that we've talked about in the past months uh, that have been obtained for triangle aircrafts. Uh, this was a boomerang here. Uh, the Iranian aircraft uh, that they fired on was a, kind of a boomerang or a triangle-type aircraft, which is very similar to the patent that the U.S. has received to build an aircraft of this uh, of this kind. So it's very possible that this could be a classified American aircraft that we have not been uh, briefed on. Because as we know, what happened over the Portland airbase air is that this thing theoretically shouldn't be operating, yet it is. And so that tells me that we're just not going to be – there's not going to be a press release on this. Guess what? This aircraft is ready to fly, and we're now going to be testing it, and eventually it will be in the skies protecting our borders. Because we don't want that information getting into the wrong hands. We don't want other countries or other governments to know how sophisticated our technology is. It's very possible it could be a classified uh, U.S. aircraft uh, in this encounter over in Iran. could also be from Israel. could also be from Russia or China. Uh, at this point, it's just all speculation because, you know, the aircraft is not, not like we have a – a hangar somewhere where we can inspect this and find out well who made it. I mean, it, 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 I mean that's it. it. They encountered it and they shot at it, and um, they didn't knock it out of the airspace. It didn't crash. It just it went away. So that's all we have. You know, speculation at this point what it may be about that storm area fifty one event. Were you surprised? <laughs> uh, honestly, I was not surprised in the fact that well nothing really happened. Now you can say, well, Jeremy. You're lying to your audience. You're saying that nobody showed up and that nothing happened. Well, let me uh, let me clarify here. Yes, there were a couple of thousand people that showed up at the Alien Stock event, which is um, being hosted at the Little Alien on the Extraterrestrial Highway 375. By the way, the sign has been removed for maintenance. How convenient. Apparently, this uh, this event has been going strong a day three now, and they've had, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 people uh, staying at the Little Alien Motel or in RVs and campsites or in their cars on the 30 acres of land right there. However, it seems like that's the only event that really, uh, really is thriving in this whole thing, and it's not the original event. The original event was to storm Area 51 to gather at 3 a.m. in Rachel, Nevada on Friday morning and to storm the gates. Well, if you call running up to the gates, maybe, say, in weird extravagant costumes or holding objects. I saw somebody carrying a plunger <laughs> storming the gate. Of course, they don't have the you-know-what to continue to actually go past the guards uh, or the gate. They just run up to it and then have like a kumbaya, and they dance around, and hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a big, giant joke, a big, giant joke. And now the base camp event, which I know Jeremy Corbell was involved with. I don't think he was the organizer, but that event has been canceled because they only had a few dozen people show up to see a, a, a DJ perform on Friday night. So what was supposed to be an actual event to storm Area 51 to see them aliens has just turned out into a big, giant hippie fest. 
And, you know, it's sad for everybody who opened up their land, who spent money thinking they were going to make money on this event. The vendors that came in, I know the the people selling snow cones were, like, leaving on Friday morning. I know there were other others that, that came out with, uh, you know, to sell art and to sell food um, and memorabilia. And just gone home. You know, some people, uh, you know, put six six figures into such an event, charged $51 for tickets, and then canceled the event and are now offering refunds just because, well, the buzz is is not there. And you had a couple of arrests. Uh, One person uh, apparently urinated on the gate. Uh, There were people that were inebriated. I think I heard like two arrests, something like that. Uh, It was basically, I mean, a non-event. Nothing really happened. I know there were people that, we're going to uh, change all of their plans and take time off of work and do all of this just to attend this event. And it, it turns out to be a big, giant joke. You know, you want to do that? More power to you. I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade, but I just think from all the hype and all the buzz to the two million people who clicked uh, going, not just interested, I think there were three million when you add the interested into that, but the going were about two million. And like I said, only a fraction of those people showed up. The event began Friday morning at three a.m. That's when it was on, and um, there were a hundred people there, and um, they didn't storm the gates. So, <sighs> talk about a buzz kill, right? Well, I just had to mention these major developments on the UFO front before we get into our main topic tonight, because. Well, no doubt we're going to revisit this in the future. This story is not over. Uh, There continues to be more information that comes out, if not on a daily basis. It seems like a weekly basis and certainly a monthly basis where we're here talking about some major UFO news. Um, And it all means something. Um, All of this is part of a trend. First, the Navy said, okay, we're getting all of these reports. What are we going to do about documenting them? Okay, now we're going to give pilots an official avenue to report their encounters, but we're not going to release it to the American people because you can't handle the truth. And we have congressmen, senators saying the Navy knows what's up and we demand uh, we demand information. And piggybacking on that was the poll we had last week on the program involving that Gallup poll about Americans saying they're skeptical of UFOs, but they know that the government knows more than they are releasing. So more on that topic to come in the future. That That's certainly for sure. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 